This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Farm Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Williams. And on this episode, we're going to be going over some more podcasting tips. Specifically, I feel like I haven't really talked about podcasting in 2023 yet. So I threw out some questions over on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, um, threads, if anybody is on threads now, and asked some people, hey, if you have questions on starting a podcast, maybe you've started one, maybe you're thinking about it, what questions do you have? And how can I help you? So I got a lot of really good questions that I'm going to answer in this episode. And I previously covered some stuff on how to start a podcast from beginning to actually like launching your show. And there was a video and an article that I did, and I will link all that below in the description of this episode. So um, again, I really think everybody should start a podcast because, you know, they're booming. Um, they're a great way where, you know, if you're a, a student or if you're in a career, you can really showcase what you know and what you're doing, and you can really build a really good audience like we have. I love our audience. Our audience is great. Okay, so the first question is from David Hafner, who you might remember has been on the show quite a number of times. Actually, well, only twice. Uh, and he has been, he's commented a couple of times saying he's thought about starting one and, and getting his 4-H students to maybe start one. So his question is, what are the bare bone necessities to get started in podcasting? Very simple, just a phone. Now I'm not talking about like a rotary dial phone, if anybody remembers what rotary dial phones are, but if you have a cell phone, you can essentially start a podcast. And I think it's really been that way since maybe 2016, 2015, maybe. Um, there are a bunch of apps out there like Anchor and Riverside FM where you can download the app and you can get started from there. Um, for example, like Anchor, you can record on your phone and I believe you can also edit it in their app. I'm not sure if that is gonna cost a little bit different or if it's gonna cost more and all that stuff, but you can record it in the app, 
upload it in the app, and then the app then sends it to Apple iTunes, or I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever people can get their podcasts. So very simple thing, just need your cell phone. Um, I'm not sure what those plans are going to start at. I think Anchor is pretty affordable. Um, Riverside FM is also pretty affordable, but I think you get like two hours of recording time on their free plan. I'm not sure how much their paid plan is, but yeah, all you need is a phone. And again, there are a ton of YouTube videos out there showing you exactly how to do that. So go to YouTube, check those out. But yeah, I hope that helps, David. And I think you'd be a fantastic podcaster. So go ahead and give it a whirl. All right, some more questions are from Matthew Walker, who was on the show a couple of months ago. He has Walk in the Woods Apiary, and also he just started his own podcast. It is called The Pollen Nation Podcast, and he so far is interviewing other beekeepers, other apiaries, and also sharing some information going on in the beekeeping world. So go check it out. I will also link that in the description below, but he's got a bunch of questions, um, which I hope I can help with. He's said, um, what is the best software to edit a podcast? Is it worth purchasing advanced software or is there a good free software for beginners? All right, there are a couple of options. One, um, if you have a Mac, you can use GarageBand. And I believe that's free on a Mac. I'm a, I'm a PC fanboy, so I don't have a Mac. Um, but if you have GarageBand, you can record on that and you can edit it. Um, if you have a PC, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this would work on, on Mac products as well. Um, but you can also use Audition. Um, Adobe Audition is wonderful. I love it. It's with the Adobe Suite. Um, so it is a little bit expensive. I'm on the student plan, and I think that's $29 a month. But of course, with that, you get Adobe, um, the Adobe Suite. You get Premiere Pro, Adobe Audition. And I really enjoy all the tools, but I maybe only use... 20% of what you can do with Adobe Audition. And again, it has features that you can use to record either in person, um, if you have two guests, for example, or you can do, um, you can edit anything from Zoom or Zencast or whatever it might be. But if you want a good free option, um, you can look up Audacity. Audacity is great. I started with that a couple of years ago. It is, it's bare bones and that it has everything that you need and it's very user friendly. Um, there are a bunch of tutorials, again, on YouTube and all over the internet, so it, Audacity is great. Um, I used to use it, but it got sold and is owned by a Russian company now, so if, I mean, it, I, I don't know if it poses a security risk, but if you're into that sort of thing, maybe just do some research and check out Audacity um, and see how safe it is. But, I mean, I, everybody recommends Audacity. It's a great tool, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm a big fan of Audition. I noticed a very different quality in the audio of Audition, but I mean, Audacity really, really does get the job done. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you wanna use Audacity, feel free to use it. Um, some other questions he has are, do you find people prefer shorter episodes, 15 to 30 minutes long, or long form podcasts, like an hour plus? Um, really, that I feel like that just kinda of depends on the topic. I haven't really, um, dived into the metrics on that it seems like if i have um an episode that's maybe an hour an hour 15 it gets a pretty good amount of traction um if they're anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes they also get a decent amount of traction i i always think that it's about the guest 
the interview, how the whole conversation went. I mean, if you've got really good rapport and it's a really cool conversation, I feel like that can go on for three hours. Um, but maybe it's kind of a rough conversation. Maybe 30 minutes is all it goes. Like, that's totally fine. Um, and I mean, yes, I think it's just totally up to you, your guest, and the topic at hand. Um, another question he has are, what are the best places to upload podcasts to get listeners? Um, that is the million dollar question, um, how to upload podcasts to get listeners. So podcasts are weird because people are listening to a podcast just in the podcast. So you technically have to market it everywhere else, like on social media, on YouTube. Um, now in terms of the big platforms, you want to hit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, um, oh gosh, um, Radio FM, Stitcher, and there are a couple others. But really, I mean, looking at my metrics, I think something like 70 to 75% come from Apple Podcasts, maybe 20% comes from Spotify, and the rest is just other random stuff. Um, so really, you want to hunker down on um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and I believe, well, Facebook had them a year ago, but then they died out, so um, I think YouTube is working on podcasts maybe next year, maybe try that, that just kind of depends, but what I've found is you've got to use social media to attract your listeners, like if you're posting it, like if you're sharing an episode, um, that's great, like do it consistently on your Facebook page, on your Instagram page, on Twitter, threads, whatever you're on. And um, also, like you can do that with um, with just audio. There are free apps out there called Headliner, where once you upload your episode, um, it Headliner, the app, or also the website, can pull from your podcast and essentially make you a video that's just like an audiogram. So for example, you will just upload a picture and it will play the whole audio over that picture, if that kind of makes sense. Like it's a video file, but not. Um, so what I used to do a couple of years ago, I would have a picture of the guest and then the audio would play over it. And so I would upload that. So it would be a video that I would post on Facebook or Instagram, but it would just be of like a little audio clip. And you can just, you can edit um, the audio clip within headliner to get like a very specific chunk of the segment. So those are really good. Um, are listeners okay with episodes where you just talk about a particular subject or is it always best to include another person? That is also for Matthew. Um, really good question. Again, totally depends. Um, I think if you want to do like a, maybe Wednesday, this is what I try to do, like have a normal episode, an interview episode on a Wednesday, and then maybe Friday you have one where you just talk about news. In, in Matthew's case, it would be beekeeping news or apiary stuff. Um, there is another podcaster that I haven't listened to in a while, but Tom Rowland. Um, he was on the show back in the day, and he's a big-time fisherman, um, outdoor personality. And he does, what does he do? I think he does like like Monday motivation, kind of. And then Wednesday he has on some sort of like fishing or outdoor guest. And then Friday... Um, he talks about fitness. And so usually the Monday and the Friday episode are just him talking solo. And then Wednesdays are the interview one. So honestly, I feel like do whatever you want to do, but just be consistent. Um, for example, this is kind of on my bad. I used to do the Farm News Friday every other Friday, um, but I kind of has, have slowed down doing that. I mean, honestly, out of my own laziness, I should probably get back to doing that because those 
um, those episodes got a really decent amount of traction, as well as YouTube clips. So, uh, yeah, really just kind of experiment, see what goes around, ask your audience what they want to hear, um, and then give it a, give it a whirl. And then, of course, <laughs> stick with it, unlike I did. All right, and last question from Matthew. Do you find adding video to your podcast get you more views, or is it pure, or is pure audio okay? Um, I think right now in the current landscape of reels on Instagram, shorts on YouTube, and of course reels on on Facebook as well, um, I think video is really helping podcasts grow. There are some channels that succeed on YouTube where they just upload shorts, um, where they just upload very quick vertical videos and it's like a segment of the interview. And then there are others where on YouTube, they only um, they only upload the full um, podcast episode, and those do really well. So what I try to do is I try when it comes to YouTube, I try to mimic Chris Williamson with the Modern Wisdom podcast. He does a couple of clips a week, and then he does like one or two full interviews. So I do maybe like one or two short clips a week, and then sometimes the full interview. It kind of depends. Um, so I try to do that. I mean not bad. Um, I feel like getting a, a, like videos on social media really help build up the hype. And then you can tell them like, hey, if you want to listen to the full interview, go check out the link in my bio to hear the full one. So really kind of just depends. Totally up to you. Um, but yeah, video is great. I think video is king now in 2023. Um, that Man, that adds a whole other thing to podcasting because you've, then you've got to edit the video. And Audacity can't edit a video, so you need somehow to edit the video. But again, maybe that's where the Adobe Suite comes in. Everything rolled into $29 a month instead of having to pay for a separate video and audio editor. I don't know. Um, so yeah, those are a couple questions. Great questions. Um, of, of course, be sure to check out Matthew's podcast. And if you know David, maybe put a little a bug in his ear and tell him he needs to start a podcast because I think he would be great. Um, and then something that I I don't know, I think would be good for, for both of them and anybody curious in starting a podcast and also really that has so, any social media for your business, I have been trying to learn about marketing funnels and how to apply it for social media. So in essence... A marketing funnel is how a customer, like in my case, it would be a podcast listener, how they go from discovering you to becoming a fan or purchasing something like our t-shirts or hats when we had them. So I've got like a cool little funnel. And I mean, if you just Google um, marketing funnels, like an image, you'll probably get the image I'm talking about, but there's a marketing funnel image and it goes from the top of the funnel down and, you know, obviously a funnel large on top, smaller as it goes down. Um, the first one is awareness, second, interest, three, desire, four, action. So with one, you're letting them know about your podcast. Like for example, on social media, everybody that views that clip will learn that I have a podcast. So that's very broad. Like you're just letting people know that you have a podcast. Two is interest. Like are you relating the content to something that they are interested in? Not Everybody might see your video, but not everybody is going to be interested. I mean, like how many times are like, I'm on Instagram all the time and I see a quick little video. I'm like, not interested, not interested. Oh, interested in that. So not everybody, a lot of people might see your video, but not a lot of people are going to be interested. So you've got to hone that in. So once they see your video, 
And then if they're interested, maybe they have some sort of desire, like do they want to check out your website? Do they want to do this? Do they want to engage with you somehow? And then you have action. So they they learned about you, they're interested in the subject, they want to connect with you or support you somehow, and then they actually do it, whether that's subscribing or buying something from you. So that's the whole marketing funnel. But here's the thing. You have got to design your marketing funnel in a way that helps capture your audience. So for example, um, I follow this guy on Instagram, YouTube, he's on all the social medias, Jay Klaus. I think I've talked to him, talked about him a couple of times. He has said you should use like, for example, Facebook and Instagram to drive people to your website and then your website to drive them to your podcast. So that way there's a direct funnel that you are pushing them towards. That way, you know, it's easy to capture them, to capture their interest so that they know, oh, they, oh, I saw this person's Facebook page. He told me to go to his website. I went to his website. Oh, he told me if I want to build a better relationship with him or, you know, like to learn from him and support him, I can do this. So you got to be very deliberate about that marketing funnel. And that's something I really, really, really am going to work on the next coming months to kind of see how I can do that a little bit better to not only like capture the audience better, but I really want to try to figure out a way to, and obviously if you're listening and you have any tips and tricks on this, please let me know. I would love to pick your brain. But the whole goal here is to help connect farmers with consumers, right? So how can I use this marketing funnel to point people in the right in the right direction to connect with farmers and ranchers? Maybe it's the farm finder map, maybe it's the Facebook page or the Facebook group. I don't know. So I'm going to try to brainstorm on that. If you have any thoughts, recommendations or anything, please let me know. That'll be very, very helpful. So that's marketing funnels. That's the next thing I'm going to be working on for the podcast and for the next while. Um, We'll see how that goes. But in normal podcasting news, we have some awesome podcasts coming up the coming up the pipeline. Um, Yeah. So next week we'll be learning from Mike Parker who has created this amazing course, this amazing online um, course and um, marketing course geared towards how farmers can sell direct to consumer. So that's awesome. And he and I also geek out about marketing funnels and all that good stuff. So look for that next week. I, I am so excited to share that. And I think that anybody, if any farmer and rancher, if you have been dabbling with going and selling direct to consumer, you will love this episode. So look for that next week on... November 8th, 2023. All right, so that's it. Thank you all so much for those questions. I really hope those are helpful. And again, if you have any podcasting questions, let me know on social media, Instagram, Facebook, my email, farmtravelerseries at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. So thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Have a good weekend and a good Halloween and a good, not really Thanksgiving yet, but have a good um, beginning of November. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week. 